everybody, welcome back to At The Buzzer. We're joined, as always, by Jack Tiernan, who's here to talk a little bit about the Celtics' adversaries, you could say, starting <laughs> off with Ben Simmons and then moving to Kyrie Irving's. Jack, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good, Brian. How are you? Doing quite well, especially because we get to talk shit about uh, you know, uh, teams yes. we might not like, or particularly players. Not that I have anything necessarily against Ben Simmons, but uh, Kyrie Irving, that's a whole other story. Oh, of course. <laughs> Uh, so let's let's start with Ben Simmons. It's been on the minds of pretty much every basketball commentator I've seen today. Uh, ben Simmons absolutely disappeared in the fourth quarter of the oh series with the Atlanta Hawks for the 76ers. What are your opinions on his performance in this series? I don't think uh, as a, a lifelong Sixers hater, right, mm-hmm. um, I I think if you've ever seen the show Catfish, right? Ben Simmons yep. catfished all of the 76ers upper management. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not as advertised. He's trash. He can't shoot. Um, and he shot like four times in the last three games in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, in three games total. That's not an average, right? That is that is in that period of time. That, yeah. that is abysmal. That is think, so bad. I think it's really topped off by the clip of him not dunking a ball, uh, presumably oh God, yeah. to avoid getting uh, fouled. But, I, Jack, what was that? I mean, talk a little bit about his foul struggles in context that, of that. But Oh, my God. That that in, in particular, that experience mm-hmm. or that happenstance, whatever you want to call it, was at that point so obvious that Simmons is in his own head to the mm-hmm. point that he may not be able to be fixed. Um, yeah. And that, as I'm sure this would trigger Sixers fans, goes back to Markel Fultz, where the same kind of thing happened, where Markel Fultz was, like, again, pretty much highly touted number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Ainge, of course, will toot our own horn for a little bit, traded down to get Jason Tatum, who is mm-hmm. definitely better than Markel Fultz. I would um, say so. I, I, I think, think, I think statistically, yeah, that might be a hot take. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and now they have a number one pick who doesn't even want to shoot from within two feet of the basket mm. right like what's even he good for at this point just set pick and rolls with joel like that's mm. it um but yeah man i don't i don't even know i think he finessed sixers management for uh, a max deal that doesn't even start until next year so let's not even talk about that that's a nightmare um yeah pictures are cooked they're stuck with a really bad contract for a really long mm. time and uh, uh joel Embiid, who is always seemingly hurt when it matters most so yeah, no, so Fuck. like you like you said, terrible, terrible contract. I saw a lot of people um, kind of mocking, like, what would it take, not for a team to acquire Ben Simmons, what would it take for the 76ers to give him away? And they were, really? like, they were saying, like, they will have to trade a first-round pick because of the contract yeah. to another team just to get Ben Simmons off the books, off the team. Like, is there any, like, way that this – turns around for Ben Simmons, or do you think this is just, like, over for him at this point? It, like, Man, how... he needs to, it's it's really, I think, at this point, a mental thing, because he still has, he's 6'10", he is a decent guard for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, he can run an offense um, when he's able to draw defenders, but he can't shoot from anywhere outside of, like, five feet, so it's that's mm-hmm. tough to do. I think... 
you're looking at potential trade partners though right there could be i think houston is one opportunity um depending on how the nets feel about Kyrie, they could do something potentially i would not like to see joel and beating Kyrie irving on the same team um I think Dark Horse could actually be the Miami Heat uh, because you have Dragic getting old. Um, they could definitely take some picks off their hands and continue this this upward trajectory that they're on right now. Um, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if Simmons can turn it around, and I especially don't know if he's the motivation to do so. And that's and that's the biggest um, hurdle for him. Yeah. So I guess at this point, Jack, can we say that the process? cannot be trusted in that that experiment is over now i think it's done it's been so long it's done mm. this is this is a really long process this has been i think seven or eight years in the making now and it's mm. just it has been joel Embiid carrying these like b and c tier guys and ben simmons who i don't even i think at the beginning of the playoffs you would have said sure probably like definitely the second best guy on the team now you're like, is he even the fourth best guy on the team? Like, uh, yeah. I would probably take Seth Curry and Tobias Harris over him, almost mm. almost hands down at this point. Um, it probably puts him fourth. Uh, and I don't, I don't think he has anything left to give the Sixers. And I think that with his contract means that essentially they're screwed. They've got to blow it up and start fresh. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, a little, I, I don't know how to necessarily feel about this. Obviously, Doc Rivers gave us you know, a championship helped us with the big three. Right. A lot of people are getting on him. How much do you think, like, his failures, not just this year, but we've seen them with the Clippers, you know, right. in previous years. How much does this lay at his feet? And what do you think the 76ers are going to do, you know, one year in with Doc? Right. I don't think – I think it would be not smart of them to dump Doc mm-hmm. so quickly, right? I think – you realize that Ben was on the roster when Doc came. Mm-hmm. I think I really think more of this falls on Ben's shoulders than Doc, mm-hmm. um, because as your point guard, your job is to score, facilitate, draw defenders, so you can so you can facilitate. But if you mm-hmm. can't, you're such an offensive liability that you can't be out there in the fourth quarter. Uh, as as a head coach, that's tough to game plan around if your starting um, point guard can't be out there, right? So. Right. I think if if anything, you have to dump Simmons this off season. Um, you see what Doc can do with the new roster, and if he still stinks, uh, I think then it's then it's time to maybe talk about okay, this is probably Doc's fault. Um, right. Going back to um, what was it? Um, going back to this coming off season, do the Sixers trade Joel? You think that's that's I think maybe a hot take on my part. I think he is. MVP caliber player, and I don't think he's probably traded, but like, if they're blowing up, do they have to compensate for the draft picks they have to give up with Simmons, right? Do they need to get something back for that? I'm sure a team would give up a King's Ransom to get Joel Embiid. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like last year was a brutal exit at the hands of the Celtics. Um, right. Just, I'll throw that in. For the Sixers, this <laughs> one, probably even more heartbreaking considering that Right. I mean, the Hawks, they're obviously a good team. They're, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're a good team. They're streaky, yeah. Yeah, like, you, you... If you were looking at this matchup on paper beforehand, you would, and especially with the way Trey Young played in this game, you'd be like, yeah, yeah 
the 76ers are going to win the series. They're going to get to the Eastern Conference right. Finals. And it just did not happen. So, I mean, a lot of questions for Philadelphia. Um, I saw a tweet that brought up a great point that in the time that the process occurred, both the Celtics and the Hawks have gone to the Eastern Conference Finals with completely different teams. Like, Oh, my God, dude. That's yeah, oh, so my God. Yeah. <laughs> think about isaiah thomas and then you think about jason mm. tatum those are two very different teams right mm-hmm. and then and then with the hawks who was trey young five years ago right yeah i think so, like the best dude. player was al horford who we'll talk yeah, about later. right um Ooh, yeah true that <laughs> um i just can't believe that i think i think doc's biggest issue back to him mm-hmm. is that his in-game adjustments are bad or like rigid at best because you look back at Last year's Clippers, who didn't make it out of the second round, and now they're in the Western Conference Finals. Right. And you look at the, the Sixers, who were mm. uh, in the Eastern Conference. No, they were not. They were in the second round. Yeah. Um, but they certainly looked better than this. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. Is this is this a Doc problem, or is it a Ben problem? I think I still think Ben, but I think mm. Doc does have to take some of the blame here. Yeah. All right. So, unless you have anything else you want to – talk about the Sixers you want to move on to Kyrie and what yeah, else came out let me um actually let me give some respect to Seth Curry dude that dude that dude was the perfect uh Robin to Ben Simmons like mm. like uh Dollar General Batman I guess mm-hmm. but, uh he like he could shoot the lights out a couple of games he's not Steph but he's he certainly was doing his part to put the offense on his shoulders so Joel isn't getting doubled and tripled under the basket right so I think props to him. I think you want to probably keep that piece going forward. Um, but I don't know, man. 76ers are in for a wild offseason, and I'm pumped to watch it unfold. Me too. So would that be the George Clooney Batman suit with nipples version of Batman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like literally the cringiest Batman you could imagine, and that's Ben Simmons, except like he won't actually fight any bad guys. He just like sits mm-hmm. in his house, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Tough stuff. You can be playing PUBG. I saw that clip going around. Uh, oh, yeah, PUBG. <laughs> A few seasons ago, when they were like, oh, I need guard. to get off. Oh, who are you playing? The Hawks. And they're like, oh, you don't need to get off. <laughs> like, oh. Very poorly. Yeah, it did. Oh, no, I didn't see that. I can't wait. To, I'm going to go watch that, though. Yeah, I can't I'll send wait. you the clip if I can find Please. it. I think uh, he'll be a great starting guard for the Shanghai Sharks next year. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting yes. to watch. <laughs> hey, maybe he'll actually take some shots in the fourth quarter. Maybe, maybe. We'll pressure's see. Pressure's a little less. I think so. I think so. Oh man! All right. So, what is happening with Kyrie Irving? Are you are you saying he's maybe causing friction with an organization that yeah, now like him? Now stop me if you've heard this before, right? But Kyrie Irving has apparently pissed off um, that's upper management. Um, mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, definitely nothing to do with his off court antics, or definitely nothing to do with his on court antics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Kyrie, surprise, surprise, is being a pain in the ass again, and Nets are not happy about it. Oh, boy. All right. I mean, I understand uh, the frustration for the Nets owner. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. owners, everyone in charge. Like, I, I think one of the first discussions we had on at the buzzer was like, you know, the Nets are inevitable coming out of the Eastern Conference and yeah. they didn't even make it out of the second round. So, <sighs> I mean, what what is happening here? We can talk about, I will give credit to Kevin Durant, who mm. scored the most points ever in a Game 7. I mm. hate Kevin Durant as a person. I think he's a rock-solid, probably one of the best offensive players ever to play mm. the game. Potentially the best. Mm. Um, but 
Dude, he, his big toe, man. His big toe is on that three line. If he hit that shot from behind the line, that's it. Nets are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to Kyrie, who I don't know how much you kept up with the Nets this regular season, but Kyrie all the time was like, he's gone for a week for yeah. personal reasons. And then it was, you know, the week following, same thing. Or his, like, his big toe was sore. Like, just some weird mercurial excuses. Mm-hmm. Um that I think a lot of Boston fans and potentially even some Cleveland fans are kind of like, okay, well, here he comes again, like Kyrie Irving, surprise, surprise. Um, And, you know, they're kind of pissed because he, because of that, that chemistry wasn't necessarily always there. You never really had all three stars at the same time, Mm -hmm. especially because Harden didn't get there until halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, you wanted to build the super team, Kyrie, and, like, where are you now that it matters most? Right. Yeah, I mean, I'll make you prove this before. But. Right. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely a problem with um, when he was on the Celtics, just not being mm. available. I mean, it's hard because, like, injuries are going to happen, right? Like, you can't necessarily yeah. prevent yeah. injuries from happening. And it's, it's, a, it's a hard line to cross as people who just, like, talk about sports are we're not professional athletes. Like we couldn't do anything carrier. Yeah. I, I'm trying to Blow discover right all me. potential yeah. like yeah. comments, you know? Um, but I, I think it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. The best like ability is availability. And if you're not available, yeah. you can't affect it. And I mean, yeah, he, he hit that game winning shot for Cleveland, but he also missed, you know, another season where, he could have made a run in another finals. Like he was not available in the Eastern Conference Finals for the Celtics, um, on one of the Celtics' probably best chances to, you know, win a championship Absolutely. since the Big Three left us. Um, mm. And now again, he's injured. And yeah, it's it's bad luck. But it's a certain point where it's like, how do you weigh bad luck not being available versus like? potential personality friction that he causes and you know just not seeing success generally that's exactly it uh with Kyrie's personality right I Mm -hmm. I think I said this probably as soon as it was like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to get team Mm -hmm. up and pick a place right right they're probably two of the softest dudes in the NBA right Mm -hmm. I don't know if they are able to manage their egos enough to continue to play together I think James Harden is going to be put in a weird position um, if either of them start going at each other, right? Because essentially, whatever side he takes, the other dude's getting ousted. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think I think you're right. These these are some soft dudes on the Nets. I don't mm. I don't know how they're going to turn out in the next couple of years. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting in two years when when is James Harden and Russell Westbrook probably on the Nets and the other. Oh my God, dude. On. <laughs> yeah, they're like who knows? Kevin Durant's probably like back in OKC or like mm. for the rockets you know like just some yeah. random ass teams just probably unloading the contract i don't know man uh, yeah so we'll, we'll see um yeah jags anything else you want to touch on before we get on out of here for this episode as i slam my fist into the desk <laughs> <laughs> no it's probably how nets upper brass feels about Kyrie too though so yeah, i i get it i get it, it. <laughs> yeah i mean they knew what they were getting man i don't know they they were certainly warned by boston media who definitely is tough but like here yes. we go again it's surprise surprise Kyrie is a ruckus so no that's it yeah. i hate Kyrie too this is a this is a great anger episode for me right yes. let it all out let it all out oh man uh, yeah as you say no one in boston is necessarily surprised that this was the ultimate outcome of the season oh. maybe next year it'll be better we'll see um 
And yeah, I guess other than that, um, where can they find you online? Yeah, so um, you'll find my Celtics takes most likely on Twitter at Jack underscore Tiernan. Uh, definitely posting NBA playoff stuff as we continue on mm. through that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is exciting stuff. Go follow it is. Jack, obviously. I mean, <laughs> we don't have the big markets. We don't have necessarily the marquee names. But I do think, you know, the Western Conference, one of those two teams are going to be able to play for the finals. Neither of them have ever won. And in the Eastern, no. it's been a really long time since, like, the Atlanta Hawks were the St. Louis Hawks, and the Bucks haven't won right. since 1971. So I do think if you're a basketball fan, there are reasons to keep watching. Like, I completely don't, agree. Don't just oh, go yeah. away because of the names, you know. Real, dude. You got Devin Booker and hopefully Chris Paul back soon, right? So these, yes. these are some fun teams to watch, definitely. So we'll, we'll obviously keep an eye on it, and we hope that you'll keep watching this. Uh, thank you for watching with Good Sports, and we'll see you in the next one.